Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you for sharing, Neil. I appreciate you. Oh, the Lord appreciates you. Thank you all for sharing.
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's it, 
with any distractions that may keep us from being aware of your presence. Come on, y'all. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Come on, Shamika. Of your. My God. Thank you. Thank you. Woo! Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Woo! My God. Go here. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come on, y'all. My God, tell the Holy Series welcome here. Type that. Put that in your comments. My God. Is heart. Oh, my God. Overcome by your presence. Thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Lord, <laughs> shift my perspective. If there is anything in my life that's keeping me from experiencing more of you, shift my perspective this morning. Give me eyes to see. Woo, you ought to, you ought to put that in your notes. You ought to type that on your, that ought to be the thing for your thing today. If there is anything, my God, that's keeping me from experiencing more of you, shift my perspective. Woo, that's good. Shift my perspective, Lord. My God, give me eyes to see. Open my understanding. My God, my God, don't let me be one-dimensional. Woo, don't let me have a particular attitude about how I'm supposed to experience you. My God, don't limit me to, don't, don't let me be limited. Oh my God. And how I encounter you. Don't let my point of view. Woo, my God. Keep me from missing you. My God. Shift my perspective, Holy Spirit. I'm giving you permission to shift my perspective. My God, I don't want to miss you, my God. And you trying to talk to me in the grocery store. I don't want to miss you. And you trying to let me experience you at work. I don't want to miss you and the little things. My God, shift my perspective. Give me a different point of view. My God. It is not enough for me to experience just some of you. Absolutely not. I want to experience all of you, Lord God. So shift my perspective this morning. Shift my perspective. My God. My God. My God. My God. Yeah, that's good, Mama Jeanette. Yeah, don't let us say the Lord was here and I didn't know. My God. I don't want to miss you. I don't want to miss opportunities. 
with you. I don't want to miss opportunities to be able to do so much for you. And I'm caught up in me. Shift my perspective. Shift my perspective. My God. That was so big. I felt that in my heart. Shift my perspective and how you want me to do business, how you want me to talk, walk, look in this season. Do not let me live from a point of view that does not glorify you. My God, my God, don't let me bring, don't let me operate in old skins in a new season. My God. My God, don't oh, don't let me open my uh, my God, don't let me operate in old skins in a new season. My God, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. Woo, the Holy Spirit is that new wine. So let us experience the new wine. My God, my God, my God. My God, let us experience the new wine. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Let us be filled with your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Let us experience the new wine today, Lord God. Do not allow us to put new wine in old skins, Lord God. Shift our perspective, Lord God, so that we can experience the new wine. Woo, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Luke 5 and 38. But new wine must be put into fresh wine skins. Come on, y'all. New wine must be put into fresh wine skins. My God, shift my perspective. My God, walking around doing, my God, just living life the same way. And God is like, I'm trying to shift your perspective. See, perspective is our point of view. My God, perspective is how we see, we see things. But if our perspective is not God's perspective, come on, y'all. If our perspective is not God's perspective, if I'm not seeing this the way that God sees this, I'll miss the opportunity to experience God the way that I'm supposed to experience God. My God, my God. Lord, can I say that? Lord, I don't want to be in a boring relationship with you. My God. I don't want to be in a boring relationship with you. You are not boring. You are not listless. I don't want to be in a boring relationship with you. I don't want to think that this is the only way that I can experience you. My God. So give me eyes to see, Lord God. Give me eyes to see, Lord God. Shift my perspective. Oh, that's so big. Shift my perspective. My God. My God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Shift my perspective, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for shifting our perspective. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for filling us up. My God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for new wine. We thank you for new perspective. We thank you, Father God, for opening our eyes to see. In Jesus' name, amen. My God. Woo! What? 
That's just a hypothetical. What if God walked up to you and was like, this is really like not who you are. Like, this is really not who you are. This is really not what your personality is like. This is really not how I created you. This is really not like, what if God just, what if life circumstances have really made you into who you are? And I know that's hard for us, especially for those of us that are in church or been in a relationship with God for a really, really, really long time. What if God walked up to you and said, I I didn't create you to worry. That's what he already said. That's no, all he said. That's what he already said. I didn't create you to worry. I didn't create you to be stressed out. I didn't create you to be mad and forlorn. I didn't create you to be timid. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power or a spirit of timidity, but a power of love. And sound like, I didn't, I didn't create you to be this serious. What if he told you work made you that way? Life made you that way? marriage made you that way the military made you that way what if he i didn't create you like this you this is this is you because of of you or this is you because of life right this is can can i tell you something there is a veil there is a depth there is a place that when you encounter god can i tell you something when you come out, when you come out, can I be for real? When you come out, people won't even recognize the old you. They won't even remember the old you because the new you going to look so much different. The new you going to feel so much different. The new you going to smell so much different. The new you going to act so much different. Life's processes, culture, all of these different things. My God, this is why when someone evolves or changes or advances, sometimes we have, she's so different now. Well, the reason she's so different now is because she came face to face with her maker. It's like when Moses was on the mountain and he came back and the glory of the Lord was on his face and the people were taken back. Come on, y'all. And the people were taken back. Can I tell you, your speech becomes different. My God, you just begin to look different. There'll be a fresh perspective towards you. My God, in the name of Jesus. Me too, Yara. Come on. Yara said she look, you are looking at me. You'll start looking younger. You'll start looking different. Your energy will be different. It's just something about being in the presence of the Lord that you don't even operate the same. And I'm not talking about just coloring your hair. I ain't talking about just losing a weight. It just losing weight. It's like a shift. It's like a shift. My God. My God. Let me find this. Woo! Thank you, Lord. Wow. Oh, my God. Let me find this. It's like a whole, my God. It's just like a whole different thing. It's Exodus 34 and 29. Let me back up to the 28th verse. It says, so Moses was there with the Lord. 40 days and 40 nights. 
without eating bread or drinking water. He wrote on the tablets the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. And when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hands, he was unaware. Can I tell you something? That's that's the depth to it. You are unaware that the change occurred. Woo! You ain't posting, I'm different. I'm different now. I'm, I'm different. I ain't the same no more. You're not even posting it. You've been so immersed. Oh, come on, Holy Spirit. You've been so immersed in God. You've been so immersed in God. You've been so consumed with God. Come on now. You don't even know. You don't even know you've changed because you're still consumed in God. You're not consumed in yourself. You're consumed in the purpose. You're consumed in God's presence. You don't even know that you've changed. You don't even recognize that you've changed. Why? Because you ain't consumed in you no way. Come on now. You're not consumed in you no way. You ain't got nothing. I was sharing with a woman of God the other day. What, um, can I share that? Holy Spirit? Okay. I was sharing with a woman of God the other day. She was saying the Lord had just revealed to her some places in her life where she had been self-important. She asked God, the Holy Spirit challenged us about dealing with our self-importance. And she said she asked God and God bought her revelation of why. And I told her, I said, can I tell you what I was still trying to do? I was still trying to prove to people that I wasn't what they said I was. Ooh. See, that's still self. I'm like, damn, I ain't, they gonna see, they gonna see. Even saying stuff like, oh, they gonna see the evidence of God in my life. Ooh. They gonna see the evidence of God in my life. Ooh. Still not humble, right? In my head, still trying to prove. To, I ain't ever got to prove God right. I ain't ever got to try. He going to get the glory out of this. Come on now. My God, he going to get the glory out of this. He going to see. He going to see. And I ain't never. So I love this because it says, and when Moses came down, Lord, thank you for this this morning. And when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony. The Holy Spirit, you're going to get me. But this is so good to me this morning. My God, when he came down with the two tablets of the testimony, Revelation tells us we are overcome by what? The blood of the lamb. My God, when we are washed in the blood and the words of our testimony and we testify to Jesus. It says that when Moses came, oh, that's so good. And when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, my God, he didn't just come back, my God, from 40 days and 40 nights. He didn't come back the same. Come on, y'all. He came back and his perspective, my God, had changed. He came back and his life looked different. Come on. He came back with the testimony. He came back with the word of the Lord. He came back with the instructions. He came back with the wisdom he needed. Come on now, my God. There is something that happens when we are in the presence of the Lord. There is something that happens, my God, 
when we are in the presence of the Lord. My God, I thank you. My God, I glorify you. My God, I lift up the name of Jesus. And it says, and he was unaware that his face had become radiant from speaking to the Lord. He was unaware. He was unaware of the changes. He was unaware of what was going on. He just knew more than anything, he needed to be in the presence of the Lord. That's all he did. His focus, come on, y'all, was on being in the presence of the Lord. And nothing else. No, let me be in God's presence. My God, he was on Mount Sinai meeting God face to face. Oh my God, this is so good. And it says, Aaron and all the Israelites looked at Moses and behold, his face was radiant and they were afraid to approach him. Come on now. My God, there's so much to be said in that. The presence, the weightiness of the glory made them afraid to touch him. My God, my God. Thank you, Lord God. My God. There's a cute little meme I've seen that says when you ought to be the type of person that when you wake up, the devil and his little buddy say, whoop, there she go. And they just take off and flee. Not because of you, because of the Jesus in you. My God, that is so huge. My God, Lord, we thank you for washing us in the word. My God, shift our perspective this morning. Do not let us be haughty. Let us be humble, Lord God. And it says, and they were afraid to approach him, but Moses called out to them. So Aaron and all the leaders and the congregation returned to him and Moses spoke to him. Come on now. I love this. And after all this, the Israelites came near and then Moses commanded them to do everything that the Lord had told him on Mount Sinai. Father God, we thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then it says when Moses had finished speaking, then he put a veil until he came. He put a veil. Oh, this is so powerful over his face. But whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would remove the veil until he came out. My God, my God. Oh, thank you, Lord God. We remove the veil. Can I give you this this morning? This is so powerful. My God, this is so powerful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. When we wear a veil, that's concealment. We're concealing something. Every time Moses was before God, he removed the veil. My God, my God, Lord, I thank you for bringing us to a place, my God, where we remove the veils. My God, I thank you, Lord God, for bringing to a plus to a place in your presence. My God, where we trust you, where we are vulnerable, where we are transparent, where we feel like we don't have to be super strong, Lord God. My God, we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the opportunity, my God, to speak to you face to face. My God, 
In Jesus' name, amen. Woo, that was so powerful. That is so good. That is so powerful. There is so much depth in that. I'm going to have to put some more time into studying that. That is so, my God. Every time he went before the Lord, my God. When he came out, my God. The presence and the glory was upon him, my God. And then he came back with the wisdom. He came back with the knowledge. We came back with the instructions. My God, on ladies' prayer call yesterday, we learned not to come down off our watchtowers. My God, we got to take the veil off ourselves. We got to take the veil off ourselves. We got to decide that when we're in the presence of God, we're not going to conceal matters. Ooh, Jesus, my God, my God. We come before the Lord with a broken, contrite spirit. You don't come before the Lord haughty and puffed up. And I was praying the other day and the Lord was like, so often y'all come to me in conversation with all y'all list. All y'all list. You just talk to me or, or better yet, you just talk at me. You're not communing with me. I long to commune with you. Ooh, I long to commune with you. My God, and probably some of us don't even recognize the reason why we're doing that is we're really concealing a matter. My God, but don't you know that the Lord knows the intentions of your heart? Don't you know that the Lord knows how stressed out and overwhelmed you are? Don't you know that if you come into his presence, whoo, my God, unveiled, my God, guess what he's going to do? This scripture. Guess what he going to do for you? He going to create in you a clean heart. Oh, my, 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 my. And he going to renew in you a steadfast spirit. Oh, God, I thank you. When you come unveiled, when you come where you're not concealed, when you just come being you, being exactly where you are, being broken, being contrite, even coming to him. He said, bring me, cast all your cares, bring in every care, bring in every concern, bring in every worry, bring in every fear. My God, before him, my God, every, every, Everywhere at place you feel lack. My God, my God, I decree and declare that you will come before the Lord from this moment forth, not veiled. My God, my God, my God, naked, as T.D. Jakes used to say, but not ashamed. My God, not talking at God, right? communing with God in a relationship with God, right? Some of y'all move so fast in your conversation. Da, 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 da. That's how you talk to God, right? Well, when we talk and operate like that, we really trying to conceal a matter. We're really trying to conceal where we are. My God, we really try not to be, oh, I don't want, every time I come to God, it seems like I'm crying. It seems like I'm well, what, what better place to cry? What, what better place to cast all your cares? What better place to lay before him and get the wisdom and the knowledge you need? My God, Psalms 51. Like, my God, what better place? Why, my God, what better place to be? What, what better place? It says the joy of the Lord is your strength. It is 
say nothing about you being strong. It says the joy of the Lord. My God, Lord, let us be broken and contrite. Let us take this strong woman and strong man. My God, my God before you. Let us take this I'm so strong, my God, offer you. Psalms 51 and 17, it says, for 16, for you do not delight in sacrifice, Woo! or I would bring it. You take no pleasure in burnt offerings. That's not what he wants. He said the sacrifices, come on, Holy Spirit, of God are a broken spirit and a broken and a contrite heart. You will not despise. Come on now. He was talking. Come on now. <laughs> this is, come on now. That's so powerful. Let me give it to you again. This is Samuel. And he was talking to um, Saul when he was out of order. He says, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as much as in obedience to his voice? Ooh! Behold, obedience is better than sacrifice and attentiveness is better than the fat of rams. Your attentiveness to God means more to him than anything else. This is so powerful this morning. 2 Kings 22 and 19, because your heart was tender. Woo! My God, Lord God, I thank you for a tender, responsive heart. Lord God, I thank you for removing from us a heart of stone and giving us a heart of flesh. It says because you were tender and you humbled yourself. Come on now before the Lord. When you heard what I spoke against the place and against his people, that they would become a desolation and a curse. And because you have torn your clothes and wept before me, I've heard you, declares the Lord. Jesus, come on now, come on now, come on now. He said, because you humbled yourself, because you wept before me, because you cried before me. Come on now, because you tore your clothes before me, because you were broken before me. He said, I, he, he really, really what he gave me to tell me, he said, I'm changing my mind. I'm not going to destroy it. Oh, death is off the table. I hear you, Lord. Death ain't even an option in your bloodline. Death ain't even an option in your family line because you became broken before me. My God, the curse was broken. God, I thank you. My God, Psalms 34 and 18 says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and he binds up your wounds. My God, perhaps some of our wounds hadn't been bound up because when we're before him, we're not unveiled. Come on, Holy Spirit. Probably, possibly some of our wounds are not bound up because when we're before him, we still wearing the veil. We still, we still, we talking to him like he not God. We're not really worshiping him. We're not offering a sacrifice of worship. We're not offering a sacrifice of praise. We're just doing what we think is expected of us. It ain't heartfelt. It's not tender. It's not responsive. It's not attentive to him. You think God don't know if you're attentive to him? My God. You think you know if God know you distracted? If he know when you before him, you doing 39 other things? My God, everything else got your attention but God? Come on, Holy Spirit. Oh, 
Lord, reveal yourself stone. Psalms 147 and 3 says, He heals the brokenhearted and bounds up his wounds. My God, if he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds and I'm still wounded, my God, then the then I gotta change the perspective. I gotta change my perspective. Am I even looking for him to be healer? Woo! My God. Have I been complaining for so long? That's all I know how to live in. Woo! Is in murmuring and complaining when the word of God already says, do everything. Do everything without murmuring and complaining. Isaiah 57 and 15 says, For thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell I dwell in a high and a holy place and with the oppressed and humble. That's where he dwells. Oh my God. Say that again. He dwells in a high and a holy place. He said, and with the oppressed and the humble in spirit to restore the spirit. We're going to get healed today. We're going to get refreshed today. Woo, my God. We're going to get some revelation today. He says, I, he said, oh, come on, Lord. He says, I dwell in a high and holy place and with the oppressed and humble in spirit to restore the spirit of the lowly and revive the heart of the contrite. He said, that's how I am. I'm high and he, he lifted up. I need you low and humble. Come on now. I dwell with the oppressed. I'm trying to restore you. Come on now. My God. My God, it's time for us to tear the veil. It's time for us to remove the veil so that we can receive the healing we need, so that we can receive the refreshing we need, so that we can receive the restoration you need. Hosea 14 and 2, it says, bring your confessions, Jesus, and return to the Lord. Say to him, take away all our iniquity. My God, my God. It says, take away all our iniquity and receive us graciously that we may present the fruit of our lips. Remember I told you a few weeks ago when you still struggling with a sin that you like? Ooh, Jesus. <laughs> right? Remember what I told you? When you still struggling with the sin that you like, that you need his help on this. Lord, help me not to like this sin anymore. Ooh, oh. Imagine if you prayed that way, if you were real honest with God, because he knows you call, he knows where you sent him. If you were real honest with God and you say to the Lord, Lord, help me with this sin that I love. Ooh, ooh. And his response, his response to you in the world, my God, oh my God, I'm going to take away all your iniquity. My God, I thank you. My God, Job 2 and 13, surrender your hearts and not your garments and return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious, he is compassionate, he is slow to anger, he is abounding in loving devotion, my God, and he relents from sending disaster. God is not a God that wants to send disaster. Come on now, my God. Lord, and I'm talking about, you need to pray exactly what I said, pray. Don't fluff it up, Lord. I like this. 
That's so good. I like this. I like what I'm doing. I know I'm not supposed to like what I'm doing. The only way I'm going to come out of this is if you help me come out of this. Take this desire away from me. Help me with this desire. Oh, you can't get no better than that. Help me with this worry. My God, help me with this anxiety. I've been living in a cycle of anxiety. I've been living in a cycle of worry. I've been living in a cycle of fear. Help me with this anxiety. Help me with this worry. Help me with these cycles that I've been in for so long, Lord. Help. I don't want to live in these cycles, but I'm, I don't have enough of my own strength. Woo! to get rid of this. I don't have enough of my own strength to walk away from this. I don't have enough of my own strength to defeat this. My God. So help me, Lord. Woo! Help me, Lord. Woo! Help me, Lord. My God. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. 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 Let me end with this. Mark 12 and 33. And to love him with all thy heart. With all thy understanding. With all thy soul. With all thy strength. And to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Is more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. Romans 12 and 1 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable, which is your reasonable service. Come on, y'all. He going to heal you. He going to restore you. He going to give you absolutely everything you need. Let me give you this because we still walking. We still working on how to imitate God. That hasn't changed. We still working on how to imitate God. And one of the ways we imitate God is that we constantly watch him. Mm, mm, mm. That's that heavy, that's that good weight right there. Is that we constantly watch him. Well, to watch him means we have to keep our eyes on him. We have to keep our eyes on him. One of the ways that we we Hebrews 12, 2 and 3 says, let us fix our eyes on Jesus the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him such who endured such opposition from sinful man so that you will not grow weary or lose heart. My God, you got to keep your eyes on him so you do not grow weary or lose heart. Father God, I thank you for this word today. Mm. Mm. Holy Spirit, help us to see any ways. My God. Fine tune us. Fine, fine tune us. My God. Fine tune us. My God. We are before you this morning, Lord, with the veil off our faces. My God. We need you, Father God. My God, we need you. There, we need you, Father God. My God, there are some of us that stand this morning, Lord God, in need of a touch from you. My God, so touch us, touch us, touch the broken spaces. My God, touch the places that need to be healed. My God, we thank you, Father God, for your Spirit alive and working in us. In Jesus' name, amen.
What a mighty word. Y'all, God is something else. What a mighty word. I drive out the spirit of deception right now in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of deception back to the pits of hell from which it came. You will no longer be deceived by the things of this world, by your flesh. My God, God is renewing your mind right as we speak. And we receive the fullness of who God calls you to be in Christ Jesus. This man, this something else. Woo! So, two things. One, if the Lord places on your heart to partner, to give to this ministry, go over to the website. LakeishaMJohnson.com. You can click the donate button and give there. Or you can cash app us, dollar sign, I feel, ooh, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. My God, I feel the power of God. I feel the presence of God. My God, Lord God, we want to be in your presence. Woo, thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, we want to be in your presence. 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 Change my perspective, Lord. Woo! Woo! Change my perspective, Lord. The second thing is, woo, if you have not received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, then this is your moment. This is how your perspective is changed. This is how your, your mind begins to be renewed. My God. Woo! I think mm, divine the Lord mm, I'm gonna say it just how you tell me to say it yes sir divine impartation and wisdom is coming to you today says the Lord my God because of your openness because of your brokenness divine impartation and wisdom is coming today says the Lord my God and we receive that by faith in Jesus name Ooh, amen. Now, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. <laughs> this is your hour. Hmm. This is the time that it all divinely aligns for God's perfect will for your life. So if you're ready to make that statement of faith, I need you to repeat after me, dear Jesus. Ooh. My God, please forgive me for my sins. I've sinned against you, and I'm sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins, and I promise to love you best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. After you pray that prayer, you're saved, honey. Send, send, send us an email. Info at justbeinglmj.com. My God, we would love to connect to you, to you. We would love to send you some materials. My God, God is so purposeful. God is so purposeful. God is so intentional. God loves you so much. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. But God loves you so much more and there is nothing that can separate you from the love of God so do me a favor go be loved today let somebody else experience the love of God through you somebody else needs to know 
how loving God is. And the way that they're going to experience that is because of you. So go be loved today. Let someone else experience the love of God through you. I'll see y'all back here in the morning. My God, at 5 a.m. Can I tell y'all something? Can I say that? I don't know what's going to happen after this thousandth devotional hit. But I am so excited in my spirit about getting to the thousandth devotional. I think it's Tuesday because today is 997. Friday is 998. Monday is 999. And Tuesday will be the 1,000th devotional. Be the 1,000th time. My God, on Coffee and Conversations, because we've preached in between. But the 1,000th time that we have shared the Word of God, and something in my spirit is brewing. <laughs> something in my spirit is brewing. So y'all get excited, because it's not just me. It's about all of us. It's about our commitment to Christ. It's about our commitment to press, push the gospel, to get the gospel out before others. I'm talking about I'm so I'm so stirred up. I cannot, like, I'm so stirred up about the thousand devotional. So I love you so much. I'll see y'all in the morning. My God. Woo! Love, 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 peace, and blessings. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your word today. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.